0: hello 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 welcome to another episode of glowing gain a podcast on wellness and fitness i am your host jared richardson aka Jared bear aka your virtual trainer aka your anabolic buddy um i hope you guys are doing well this week um hope you were active or had enough time to hit the gym. Um, and yeah, just hope hope you're doing well. And uh, let's just get to it. So, this second episode is titled "Pump It Up: uh, The Scoop on Pre Workout Supplements." Now, this is something that I get asked about all the time um, when it comes to my clients or just you know random people that I might come across in a uh, vitamin shop. Um, you know what? pre-workout powder do you take? Um, How much do you take of it? Um, You know, pre-workout powders can be, I mean, selecting one can be kind of daunting. And if you're not careful, it can be very dangerous. Um, Pre-workout powders are excellent for giving you that quick boost of energy. Uh, They're also excellent for endurance. And in some cases, if you select the right one, they're also great um, sources of, of sources of hydration. Um, but since the supplement market is not regulated by by the FDA, uh, for better or worse, God knows what you're actually getting in these powders, <laughs> especially if they have propi- uh, pro- pro- uh, propri- uh, proprietary. Uh, formulas, right? So they're not obligated to disclose what's in the actual formula, um, which can be scary. um, But I'm here to help you select a reasonable workout powder or pre-workout powder that can help you uh, step up your workout game and increase your endurance and um, all that good stuff. So just as a warning or precondition rather pre-workout powder should not replace proper nutrition they also should not replace sleep (laughs) Um, you know it's really sexy to think about you know just taking a scoop of powder and it basically propelling you through maybe an hour or an hour and a half of rigorous activity but you need to make sure that you A get enough carbs into your system. Get get your get your macronutrients down, your your carbs, your protein, your healthy fats, right? More so your carbs, right? You wanna you want at least, you know, on average before you work out, um, a couple hours before you before you actually hit the gym, you wanna you want at least have, you know, maybe like forty to sixty grams. Of carbs in your system, right? Um, you know, and if you don't have time to uh, enjoy a plated meal, then you can easily get that, um, you know, a, a comparable macronutrient profile from a, a, sports, nutri- a sports nutrition bar, right? Um, you know, that's a whole, that's another episode in and of itself when it comes to selecting uh, nutrition bars, but, the, you know, All in all, you should not use a pre-workout powder to replace proper nutrition. You most definitely should not use a pre-workout powder to, uh, you know, substitute uh, proper sleep because that's just a whole that's just a nasty cycle to create. If you're just sort of like subsisting on like copious amounts of caffeine when you've only had maybe like five or six hours of sleep, right? It's not healthy. You know, it's you know they there you can never really catch up on sleep in that case right your body creates what they call a sleep debt and that could just cause like a, a really bad energy crash later and can wreck your whole entire endocrine system and you know it's not good for immunity um etc right but again just to drive the point home um for the umpteenth time, do not use your pre-workout powder as a substitute for proper proper nutrition, right? And do not use it to substitute for proper sleep, right? Just so we're clear. Cool. Awesome. Cool. So moving on, when selecting a pre-workout powder, right? There are a number of ingredients that you will find in, in almost every pre-workout powder on the market, right? Um, and I will just go over a quick list of key ingredients that are found in these pre-workout uh, supplements, right? Pre-workout energy powders. First, we have beta alanine. Uh, second, we have arginine. Third, we have creatine. Then we have caffeine, of course. Uh, and then you have hydration um, or ingredients that that, uh, that uh, will increase hydration. And you also have flavoring and sweetening agents. And in some cases, you might have, you know, unfortunately, you might have artificial coloring, right, which no one really needs that. But we'll get into that later, right? But again, we have beta alanine, arginine, creatine, caffeine, hydration um, ingredients, and flavoring and sweetening agents, right? So I will go through each of these ingredients to explain the importance of that they play in terms of uh, prepping your body and your muscles for a rigorous resistance training session. So, Let's start with beta-alanine, right? Or beta-alanine, however you want to pronounce it, right? We'll just go with beta-alanine for now, right? (laughs) Um, So beta-alanine is basically an amino acid found in a vast majority of pre-workout powders. Um, This ingredient might uh, trip a lot of people out um, because beta-alanine basically gives you a tingling sensation, right? Probably maybe about five to ten minutes after you ingest it, right? I personally enjoy it. Um, I mean, it feels like little spiders crawling up your back and your extremities. Like, it it does feel weird, a little scary at first, but it means that it's in your bloodstream and um, which usually means, you know, it's go time, right? And I like that's that gets me going, right? Um, So... If you're tripped out <laughs> by that sensation, you might want to avoid that. Um, but it's almost you know, it, well, it's it's in the vast majority of pre-workout powders, right? Um, so its main purpose, the beta-alanine's main purpose, is to stall the accumulation of lactic acid in your muscles, right? So when you perform at the gym, uh, whether you're a runner or a weightlifter. Um, lactic acid is going to build up in your muscles, right? And so what beta alanine does is that it will increase your endurance, right? By balancing the pH levels in your muscles, right? So during a hard workout, the pH level in your muscles drops, right? So in in that, you know, that, that usually... Uh, It's followed by the feeling of lactic acid and soreness in in your your muscles. However, uh, beta alanine um, basically balances and stabilizes the pH pH levels in your muscles, right? So it it just extends your uh, endurance. Um, And... This amino acid complex comprises vitamin B5 and carnosine, right? And of course, you, you know, feel free to research B5 and carnosine um, in terms of their other benefits. But that's essentially what beta alanine is. It's B5 and carnosine and it increases your endurance and it gives you a nice little freakish tingling sensation all over your body and yeah i love it you may not but that's cool there's other ingredients that'll that'll get you there right so um but yeah that's basically what beta alanine is so moving on we have our most infamous ingredient um and i probably should have started out uh, uh, with this ingredient first right but Nonetheless, here we are. Caffeine. Caffeine is so... uh, It's very controversial. Um, You know, of course, it's a stimulant. Um, It could be either naturally or artificially derived. Um, The most common source of caffeine that we all know of is coffee, of course, right? Um, It's a probably you know coffee is like probably a multi-million dollar actually maybe multi-billion dollar industry right for a lot of reasons but um coffee is the most common source of 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 caffeine right so um caffeine you're gonna find in a ton of pre-workout powders right um of course there are gonna be some pre-workout powders or brands that offer a um that offer a um a non-caffeinated version, right? But I guarantee you at least, like, 80% of the pre-workout powders on the market contain, like, caffeine, right? And at that point, it's a matter of figuring out what's an appropriate amount, right? Because, I mean, this could this can be a, a lethal, you know, God forbid three million times, but this could be a, a lethal factor <laughs> in terms of, like, um taking a pre-workout powder reg- regularly right so let's just go over caffeine so of course we know we all know caffeine is a st- stimulant right um and it can be, it either be naturally or artificially derived uh caffeine affects your endocrine system in several ways uh by way of your brain uh pituitary glands and adrenals so um for the most part, caffeine increases your adrenaline and cortisol and dopamine levels. Um, and just as a, a quick rundown, cortisol is known as the stress hormone, um, which is often, you know, in the worst case scenario, linked to um, hair loss. Um, then we have adrenaline, right, which is sort of like the energy hormone or the the, the, the hormone that that sort of makes you feel jumpy or on edge. And then we have dopamine, which is sort of the feel-good hormone uh, that spiked upon, um, you know, after initially ingesting caffeine. But those do- those dop- dopamine levels can quickly plummet, right? Uh, which can contribute to the sort of, like, depressive crash <laughs> um, that comes with consuming a lot of caffeine. Um, but... Caffeine increases these three hormones, right? Um, But of particular importance is how caffeine affects your adenosine levels, right? So adenosine is a hormone that calms the body, right? Too much caffeine will most certainly wreck your sleep, ruin your mood, reduce your immunity. And in the case of athletic... Or weightlifting performance, it'll hijack your muscle recovery and your muscle gains. Right? We don't want that. Um, but that's that's a risk if you of consuming too much caffeine. It'll basically just drain your adenosine levels, which can just negatively affect your sleep, your mood, your immunity, and your gains. Right? And we don't want that. Right? So, um, as far as an appropriate amount of caffeine, on average, a sane. Responsibly concocted pre-workout powder is going to have 150 to about 200 milligrams of caffeine. Right? That's maybe the equivalent of maybe like a like a like a good like uh maybe like cup and a half of coffee. Right? But you have to keep in mind that you're not you you know a pre-workout powder is not is not being sipped like a hot cup of coffee it's hyper concentrated caffeine in a a sort of like um thimble size serving or scoop right so that's a lot of caffeine going into your system within a matter of 10 to 15 minutes right so you gotta be aware of that so I based off of my experience and just me reading studies 200 is a a good is is a good like you know like level right you don't need more than 200 right um there are brands that will definitely give you way more than 200 um, milligrams, right? So, for example, uh, Nitroflex offers, I think, 300 to 350 milligrams of caffeine, right? That's about <laughs> roughly three and a half cups of coffee that you're consuming in a small thimble-sized scoop. That can be a lot if you're not used to taking pre-workout powder, or if you have a if you have an intolerance towards caffeine, right? Um, Nitroflex, I would not you know what use that at your own risk if if you're curious about using Nitroflex, limit yourself to half a serving right because it is intense um, you know I, like just as an example I, I, I was taking Nitroflex a lot at one point during my graduate career which was already stressful for, for a number of reasons. Shout out to all the grad students who, who may be listening to this podcast. Um, but I was teaching, not, not, taking NitroFlex during my, my stint as a graduate student. NitroFlex, oh man. I mean, it'll definitely get you there. It'll definitely power you through your workout. I On a barbell squat, I remember completing the last of my barbell squats um, during the set, and after I re-racked the weight, it just felt like I, you know, my like glutes and my hamstrings were like, and my quads were like inflated. And I just felt great, but it just felt like I was I was just super dizzy. I was extremely dizzy. Um, it almost felt like I thought I was going to pass out, and I started to panic. Heart was racing, and of course. You know, I was too cool to to say anything. So I just sort of like quietly kept to myself in the middle of this busy gym I probably should have asked for help. But it's a lot of caffeine. And that's what happens to me when I, when I consume that much caffeine, right? For just like an hour workout. It's just insane. 350 milligrams of caffeine is not, I, I, I don't recommend it. Um, but that's the lowdown on, on caffeine. Um, and, and you just gotta find a sweet spot. But I will just say that you no one really needs more than two hundred milligrams, period, right? Let me just say that. Um, you know, um, there are horror stories about people actually dying from consuming too much pre-workout in one session. I mean, there's there's even um you know, there's even um there's even been stories of like uh, aneurysms, heart attacks, Um, and in some cases, um, incidentally, um, some pre-workout powders have been uh, shown to contain meth-like compounds. Right, no, yes, you've you've heard that correctly. Pre-workout powders, some pre-workout powders have been tested and have shown meth-like compounds eat right S- right <laughs> I'm serious L- look it up, Google it So we need to be careful about what we put in our bodies particularly as it pertains to uh, stimulating yourself for a workout moving on I know that's a lot but you know um just uh, stay with me <laughs> moving on moving on we have our vasodilators right are basically ingredients or amino acids that help dilate your blood vessels and relax the muscles of your actual blood vessels which then increases the the, the uh, blood flow in your body right which is excellent and, and key for um proper athletic performance, right? So for vasodilators, um, when it comes to pre-workout powders, you will um, almost certainly find arginine and citrulline in any pre-workout concoction, right? So basically these are amino acids that help uh, increase blood flow. Um, Arginine is broken down into nitric oxide and then citrulline is a byproduct of that process. Citrulline is also a metabolite and and a byproduct of arginine um, within this nitric oxide process. I mean, it's a it's a it's it's that's essentially what happens in terms of like the the uh, process of metabolite uh, uh the process of these amino acids being metabolized and, and processed in your body. Um, and feel free to research it outside of this podcast episode, and I'll probably you know I'll inevitably return to nitric oxide boosters, right? But you will most certainly find arginine and citrulline in any pre-workout powder, uh, because they just, they're excellent, um, for blood flow, right? Um, you want nitric oxide, um, you want a nitric oxide boost in your workout. I mean, it, it, it's, it's just, it's amazing, right? It just feels like your muscles are just inflating with air just like engorged with like blood um it helps in the endurance so it just feels great um and my favorite nitric oxide booster um in terms of brands is uh Purist Labs, right? That's P-U-R-U-S. And I'll definitely um, link you to the brand somewhere on my platform. But Purist Labs makes a supplement called D-Pol, right? That's D as in dog, dash, pole, P-O-L. Um, this is a, um, basically comes in uh, a serving size of three pills. I take it maybe 15 to 20 minutes before my workout. Um, they also have liquid capsules that, uh, uh, that are nitric oxide boosters. And I, I love those as well. But those are kind of hard to find right now because of the um, supply chain issues. But also, even before that, even before the supply chain issues of COVID, I mean, the liquid capsules by Purest Labs, uh, the liquid nitric oxide boosters, they would always be sold out whenever I would go to vitamin shop or GNC. So, you can always order them online, but Pure's Labs makes my favorite nitric oxide booster. so, boosters. You can either get it in the deep hole, uh, which is sort of like three horse-sized pills, which are totally worth it, or the liquid capsules, or uh, a sticky powder uh, version, which is not my favorite, but it'll definitely get the job done. Um, I like to pair my, um, deep or my nitric oxide boosters with, uh, two scoops of beetroot powder. So beets are a, beets are an incredibly rich source of nitric oxide. I mean, it, it, like I, I can't, I can't like, I could write a poem about beetroot powder. It's so like, you know, it's, it purifies your blood. Um, it gives you an awesome pump, right? So we, I usually just take maybe like a glass of orange juice or whatever juice I have on on hand and two scoops of beetroot powder and then my uh, Purest Labs nitric oxide booster of choice. And 20 minutes later, I'm ready to just like crush it at the gym, right? So that's just my personal little, um, my pre-workout cocktail that, that I do. And there's no caffeine in it, right? Um which is great for those who don't want to be stimulated, right? Um, there's no caffeine. It's just pure pump, right? Pure pump, uh, pure vasodilation, and that's what I've been doing as of late. I've been just weaning myself off of pre-workout powders that have uh, just ridiculous amounts of caffeine in it. So, moving on, we also have electric light. Uh, excuse me, electrolytes right? So electrolytes are going to be found in almost every pre- pre-workout pre powder. Um, this includes, you, you know, read the label on a pre-workout powder. You'll find, um, you know, ingredients such as potassium, chloride, magnesium, and these are added for hydration, right? But keep in mind, your pre-workout powder should not be a replacement for hydration in general, right? Um, you want to at, you know, you want to drink at least, you know, four glasses of water before, you know, within the, the couple hours within the couple couple of hours before your workout, right? Um, and then the you know the the electrolytes found in your pre workout powder are just meant to be the sort of cherry on top. Um, the chair on top of your, you know, the hydration that you hopefully have been doing throughout the day or up to that point. Right. Um, but you will definitely find electrolytes in a solid pre-workout powder. And, uh, we also have flavoring agents, uh, sweeteners and pres- preservatives. Right. So this is where it can get particularly nasty when it comes to selecting a pre-workout powder. Um, Spoiler alert! I want you to select natural versions of these ingredients always, right? <laughs> um, it that's just that's just how I roll, right? We we always want to go for the most natural um, uh, ingredient when it comes to fueling our bodies, right? So. um... When it comes to something like sweeteners, right? We have like monk fruit and stevia as like natural sweeteners, right? They're, um, uh, as opposed to artificial ones, right? Um, artificial ones that can be, you know, artificial sweeteners, it's, it's no secret that they're linked to cancer, right? So you definitely don't want any, of, any artificial sweetener in your pre- pre-workout powder, right? And you most definitely don't want um, any coloring agents, right? Artificial colors, right? I, this is something that really irks me because, number one, if you're a lifter of any uh, regardless of your 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 level, if you're a level if you're if you're a lifter or any any kind of athlete. I, unless you're five years old, I don't, I'm not going to prioritize the color of my pre-workout powder <laughs> as a determining factor, right? It's like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's sexy and it's cool to like have, you know, to, as a company to have pre-workout powders that have, you know, wildly different colors from each other. But I mean, it's you know, like, this is, like, you're not trying to sell me a Capri Sun. Like, this is, I'm, like, I'm grown. I don't need to be, like, wowed by, like, a particular shade of pink. <laughs> like, I, I, I just don't, I don't need that. Like, I'm not gonna, like, observe it um, and have an aesthetic experience with my pre-workout powder liquid. Like, I'm just gonna drink it and, like, get on with my, my workout. But, you know there's a lot of there are a lot of pre workout pre-workout, pre-workout powders that are actually great right they have like um, herbal proprietary blends they have a decent amount of caffeine they have great they have a great mix of vasodilators but they always jack it up by including these crazy artificial uh, coloring agents and i just don't get it um so just just avoid it right you know i can i can link you to brands that um that don't have all that garbage um in their um in their formulas right um and of course our preservatives right you want to avoid preservatives so in some cases like there's just gonna you know there, there might be some like de-caking agents but like if there's any like egregious um uh, amounts or or or, or, or just unnecessary preservatives or artificial preservatives in in a, in a product, then just avoid it, right? Like there's no sense of extending the shelf life of a pre- pre-workout powder because if you're going to the gym regularly, you're going to like go through that canister in about a month, right? Um, and at most a month and a half, right? So there's no sense of like trying to preserve the shelf life of a pre-workout powder. Now, when it comes to a decaking agent, then I mean... Sometimes you they they might need it right, it's just you know to um, compensate for humidity, right? Because you know at least when it comes to beetroot powder, right? Beetroot powder, um, you know, beetroot powder. If you leave it in a humid humid space for not too long, it'll just turn into like red cement. And at that point, it's just it, it's like you can't use it anymore, right? But you know, the main point is that I'm trying to make is that just avoid the garbage and the pre-workout powders. There are brands that are clean and that are responsibly like concocted that'll that'll help you meet reach your goals and not wreck your endocrine system and will most certainly not <laughs> will not give you cancer. Right. So, moving on to our last key ingredient um, would be creatine. Creatine is probably maybe one of the most understood, misunderstood, controversial or unnecessarily controversial ingredients that we have in terms of sports nutrition. Um, you know, what is creatine? Creatine um, is basically your body naturally produces creatine, right? Creatine is an amino acid that uh, your body's liver, kidneys, and pancreas uh, make daily uh those organs make about like around one gram of creatine per day, right? So in short, right, creatine can help your muscles produce energy. Um, There's an extensive process by which this happens where adenosine triphosphate is used by the muscles, which then gives way to adenosine diphosphate. um, And it gets a bit complicated, right? Um, in terms of trying to explain it in a, in a succinct way, but suffice it to say that creatine aids this process. I like to call creatine the great energy recycler, right? Cause it helps this sort of dance or cycle between adenosine triphosphate and adenosine diphosphate in terms of recovery and replenishing your muscles like energy reserves. Right. And again, um, just to drive the point home again for the empty time, none of these supplements should replace proper nutrition and proper uh, macro nutrition, right? So, but when, you know, supplements are just supplements, right? They supplement a solid diet. Um, and then creatine will definitely help you um, uh, sort of uh, 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 break through the threshold when it comes to lifting or resistance training, right? When it comes to selecting creatine, right, you can get creatine by itself, or in some cases, right, in the in the case of this episode, uh, there are a lot of pre-workout powders that actually have creatine in them, right. You want to make sure that creatine is micronized, right? Uh, micronized, it's like it's a fine, it's a finer version of creatine, which means that your body can process it better. And creatine, when paired with juice or a sugary substance, it's absorbed faster. It, it uh, juice. Uh, Basically aids faster absorption of creatine in your system, right? Um, so creatine, you know, there's a loading phase if 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 you're new to creatine uh, supplementation, right? Uh, this loading phase is usually involves taking five to seven servings over the course of a week, right? Um, now some people may say that you don't need a loading phase. Others may argue for it. When it comes to me, I encourage people to do a loading phase of creatine because it's just, it's just amazing. You feel amazing You like at the gym. You definitely feel the effects immediately. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you don't... After a loading phase, you don't need more than maybe... You don't need more than five milligrams of creatine, right? So, and similar, similarly, you'll... Find maybe the same amount in a decent pre workout powder right and of course that'll vary right but um but yeah that's the low down on creatine so that covers the the main ingredients right for uh for a average pre workout powder right now the most controversial of all these ingredients being being caffeine obviously right because it's a stimulant right it, it, you don't you don't want to play with stuff that 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 can jack up your cardiovascular system. Right. Um, but that those are the main ingredients that you should be wary of when selecting your pre-workout powder with caffeine being the, the, the most crucial one. Right. Because you don't, you just, you know, you just, you know, that, that can be dangerous, right. In terms of consuming that much caffeine in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a hyper-concentrated serving. Right. Um, so again, there are so many brands on the market and over the past maybe 10 years of me lifting, right? And during the last 5 years of me seriously lifting, right? Or um or intentionally lifting as a as a as a athlete or or, or, or in trainer, right? Um I've tried at least 15 brands, right? Uh PNP C4 probably the most uh popular, right? Nitroflex um jacked um i've tried them all right um nitroflex probably being the most intense because it contains um i think right off the cuff right off the cuff it contains 300 or 350 milligrams of of caffeine right that's a that's a lot of caffeine right no one needs that much caffeine right And if you need that much caffeine to to get through a workout, you probably need to focus on nutrition and rest, right? Because it's just so... thats like three and a half cups of coffee and a thimble-sized scoop of powder. That's nuts. (laughs) Um, It's nuts, right? Um, My favorite pre-workout powder that's clean um, all around is uh, True Athlete. True Athlete is a... Um, yeah, I believe it's, it's, it's a plant-based pre-workout powder that is under the Vitamin Shop brand, and i I've been taking that over the past year, and I really like it. It's clean. It's 200 milligrams of caffeine in it. It's like a clean source of caffeine. I think believe it's from green tea extract. Um, there's some herbal elements in it as well. There's some vasodilators dilators in it, in it as well, and there's also like a like a like a decent amount of creatine in it. Uh, so True Athlete is a is a great clean brand. There's some other clean brands I've tried off the internet, and I forget the names of them, but I'll definitely link them later on in, on my platform. But True Athlete is really solid. It's affordable. You're gonna pay thirty dollars for it, right? And that's another thing too. A lot of these pre workout powders, right? When it comes to like Nitroflex, PMP, C4, and Bucked Up, right? So Bucked Up. So that's B U C K. Ed bucked up, as in like a, a deer, right? Uh, bucked up is from what I witness is, is a has become like a like a or at least within my gym circle, right? Has become very popular. Um, it contains deer antler fell right? Which is you know supposedly so it's supposed to increase testosterone and sex drive and you know all the all the stuff that you want to that you want to emphasize when selling to like you know. Uh, dude bros, right, <laughs> at the gym, right? I have not tried it, but I have looked at a greens list, and it's a little crazy when it comes to caffeine, right? But, you know, approach it with caution, right? And, of course, you know, um, I, we'd have to, you know, we, we we also have to think about how gender plays into the marketing of these pre-workout supplements, right? Um, it plays a huge part, right? So, um, for example, when it comes to something like Alani, uh, nutrition that's a-l-a-n-i new or alani new or Al- alani nutrition um which is sold at vitamin shop and gnc and and some other uh retailers that's a brand that's clearly marketed to to women right um which is fine but you know when you compare alani to maybe true athlete or maybe even a brand that's that's like uh decisively like masculine in its marketing, like Nitroflex or Jacked, right? Uh or Bentacore, the boundaries of gender are it's super artificial because They essentially contain the the same ingredients, right? Give or take some artificial flavoring or or color agents, right? I think maybe the biggest thing would be like, you know, branding (laughs) or aesthetics, right? Um, Or if you're trying to market it, you know, if if retailers are trying to, or, you know, manufacturers are are trying to market uh, a sports supplement to women, they might, you know throw in some collagen right and it's just so it's just so stupid how (laughs) how gender plays into these supplements um you know even when it comes to like the sort of like the like how uh sports supplement supplement manufacturers um brand like simple flavors like you know it could be like it just could be like a fruit punch flavored pre right? But some bozo in marketing uh, got the idea approved to call it, you know, like tsunami passion fruit or, you know, blueberry apocalypse. You know, just it's so stupid. <laughs> it's like you're basically selling me like a like... It just like a caffeinated version of Capri Sun, right? That's essentially what it is. But you know, it's cool. Like, it's, obviously, it's making you money, right? Whatever. But it's all it all boils down to just being being literate, right? When it comes to identifying these ingredients, identifying like like appropriate amounts, right? And just going from there. Um. So, yeah, I mean that those are those are the key points for selecting a pre-workout powder right and again just to um you know to i'll offer you my personal pre-workout cocktail again it's, it's basically i take three pills of depol right d uh, dash p o l pills by purist labs right those are that's an excellent nitric oxide and t- testosterone booster it's all natural right i take three of those pills with two scoops of Uh, beetroot powder, right, which you could probably get for, like, $20 a bottle, and whatever juice that you want, um, and a scoop of creatine, shake it up, consume that, like, 20 minutes before my, my workout, and it's just, it's magic, like, it's, like, Superman effect, I feel, like, inflated, I have great endurance, and it doesn't wreck my sleep later on, right, um, and this is particularly important to think about if you have a work schedule that limits you to an evening workout, you definitely want to consider, uh, getting a non-stimulated pre-workout powder because you don't want to jack up your sleep, right? Your sleep is where you recover, that your sleep is where you build your immunity, the sleep is where you detox and the sleep is where you get your gains, right? if Especially if you're eating properly, right? Or only if you're eating properly, but especially if you're if you're sleeping properly, right? In addition to that, um... So, yeah, so I'll just go over, you know, again, just a recap of ingredients that you should be aware of when selecting your pre-workout powder. It's uh, beta alanine or beta alanine, however you want to pronounce it. There's arginine and citrulline, which are your vasodilators and um, nitric oxide boosters. Caffeine, of course, um, hydration ingredients, flavoring and sweetener um, agents, and... Um, that's it um that's the scoop on pre-work pre-workout powders uh i mean you know it's not it's not it's not exhaustive by any means but um i want to give you a solid base and the confidence to select a pre-workout powder that will not hijack your sleep and but will just actually just help you push yourself to the next level in terms of endurance um and uh, power and torque and all the good stuff, right? So, well, there you go. Um, that concludes our second episode of Glow and Gain. Uh, pump it up, right? Um, if you have any questions, comments, um, or just want to talk to me in general, <laughs> feel free to drop a DM at, on my Instagram platform. That's uh, at Naturals. That's J A R E underscore B E A R underscore naturals. And that's on Instagram, right? And you can also reach me on Twitter at Jar Bear Health, right? So just type in it, it'll, it'll pop up on Twitter, right? Um, so again, reach out to me on Instagram at, uh, at Jar underscore beer underscore naturals, right? Um, and let me know what your thoughts are, comments, concerns, questions. And that wraps it up for uh, this second installment of Glow and Gain. Uh, Remember to do your best because it's better than doing nothing at all. And keep it chill and God bless. And I will see you next time. Peace. Music for today's podcast is provided by Artist F.E. 7, 7, 8. That's F E seven seven eight. You can find more of the music on the website Upbeat.io. That's U P P B E A T dot IO.